Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, this... This is probably the podcast you've been waiting for. No one is, uh, I don't think anyone's going to be all that surprised about this podcast in particular because of the recent news that came out. And that recent news that I'm talking about is of the C8 Corvette. Now, I'm not going to sugarcoat very much. I have a list of highlights, and unfortunately for me, there's actually quite a lot of highlights. But yeah, we're just going to go, we're just going to run straight through it, okay? You want to know, I want to know, because I've only seen a handful of things. So let's just get straight into it. So one of the highlights, despite all the changes, engineers were able to keep the Corvette's removable roof, as you might have seen in some of the press photos. Another highlight is since the Corvette is so since this Corvette sits so low to the ground, the model has been equipped with a front suspension lift system. Not unlike the Lamborghini Huracan or Audi R8. It increases the front ride height by 1.6 inches or 40 millimeters in 2.8 seconds at speeds of up to 24 miles per hour. I mean, kind of fast, but not that fast. However, something that is actually interesting is that the system can automatically be activated by the vehicle's GPS coordinates. Now, I did see something about that, and basically, I don't, I don't remember if there's an app you need to get or if it works with Waze or Google Maps or, or something like that. But basically, you can set... So it's sort of, it's sort of like how on Waze... If there's traffic or a cop and you report it and then it sends it up to some satellite and sends it back to way servers and then bam it's highlighted the c8 basically does that but for areas where you're going to need to lift the nose so let's say a certain parking garage has a speed bump in it well you send a signal assuming you can get through all that concrete up to a satellite and then it's notified for for you and i might be remembering this wrong but for all other c8 owners that hey this is an area that you're going to have to lift the nose of your car, and as soon as the car reaches those coordinates, it's going to lift the nose just automatically. Don't even have to do anything. So that's more or less how the system works. Moving on, the driver sits behind a two-spoke steering wheel with a squared-off design that provides an unrestricted view of the 12-inch digital instrument cluster. The steering wheel also sports a special Z button that allows owners to customize performance settings. To the right of the steering wheel, wheel, or left in the new right-hand drive variant, is an improved infotainment system, which is faster and easier to use. Chevrolet didn't say how big the screen is, but it features a higher resolution display, and if you ask me, it looks a little bit like it's almost a 12-inch display. Maybe it's a 10-inch. It's it's somewhere. It might, it might be bigger than the digital instrument cluster or smaller, but it's somewhere there. It's pretty big. And it also looks like a tacked-on tablet, so there's that. Other highlights include carbon fiber or aluminum trim, voice recognition technology, and a wireless smartphone charger. Speaking of phones, the Corvette uses near-field communications or NFC technology for easy pairing. A 10-speaker Bose audio system is standard, but buyers can upgrade to a 14-speaker system with stainless steel grills. Other notable options include a new heated steering wheel, a driver and passenger seat memory system, and an improved performance data recorder. The interior will be highly customizable as Chevrolet will offer three seat options and six interior color themes, including jet black, sky cool gray, adrenaline red, natural slash natural, natural dipped, two-tone blue, and morello red. 
There will also be six seatbelt colors, including black, blue, natural torch red, yellow, and orange. The standard model comes with GT1 seats that have Mulan leather and promise to offer a balance between support and comfort. The GT2 seats have a racing-inspired look as they feature Napa and Mulan leather as well as carbon fiber inserts. The seats also have heating and ventilation as well as a black painted back. Lastly, the, competi the competition sport seats have Napa leather, aggressive bolsters, and a durable performance tactile inspired by Kevlar vests. Like the GT2 seats, they also feature heating and ventilation as well as carbon fiber trim. See, here's, here's something to take note of. A lot of these seats have heating and ventilation, and including the steering wheel. The steering wheel has heated, has heating and, no, maybe not ventilation, but it has heat. You can get a heated steering wheel in a vet now. I don't know if you always could, but I'm sorry, for a performance car, that's pretty incredible. And that just strengthens the idea that the Corvette is supposed to be the sort of everyday sports car, and perhaps now the everyday supercar. I don't know if, I mean, outside of maybe Jags and 911s, I don't know of many mid-engine supercars anyway that have a heated, a heated steering wheel or a heated seat. And that becomes even more impressive when we get onto the weight pretty soon. But heated and ventilation, ventilated seats? And their competition seats? Not not the normal GT1 seat? That's impressive. And, and like the GT2 seats for that matter. That's pretty darn impressive. Anyway, the power, what you all want to know. Power comes from a new mid-mounted mid 6.2-liter LT, LT2 V8 engine that produces 490 horsepower and 465 pound-feet of torque. However, the optional Z51 performance package boasts, boosts, it should be boost, not boast, boosts the output to 495 horsepower and 470 pound-feet of torque. Basically, a kind of a negligible upgrade, but it might mean better cooling, so that's important. Unfortunately, the 2020 Corvette will no longer be offered with a manual transmission. Boo! Instead, an 8-speed dual-clutch automatic is standard and it sends power to the rear wheels. Chevrolet was coy on performance specs, but confirmed the Corvette Z51 will be able to accelerate from 0 to 60 in less than 3 seconds. That's truly impressive, as the 2019 Corvette ZR1, which had 755 horsepower, and 715 pound-feet of torque took 2.85 seconds to accomplish the same task. While the Corvette eschews a carbon fiber monocoque, that doesn't mean it's a portly American. It should be, should, shouldn't it be portly American? But anyway, far from it actually, as the model tips the scales at 3,366 pounds. That's base Viper weight, perhaps Viper GTS weight, especially with the ch track package. And I mean Gen 5. And it comes with heated and ventilated seats and a he heated steering wheel. Even a Viper doesn't come with that. Now, would I say, would I want a Viper to come with that? As an option, sure. But that's, that's truly impressive. In an effort to reduce weight, engineers used aluminum components and a new carbon fiber curved rear bumper beam. Furthermore, several components, including the dash and front slash rear trunk tubs, were molded from an ultra lightweight material, which is derived from fiberglass, and a, and a proprietary resin. Chevrolet even says the material is so light, it can actually float on water. Besides the weight-saving measures, the model promises to be more dynamic than ever, thanks to an improved suspension and an updated steering system with a ratio of 15.7 to 1. The model also comes equipped with 19 and 20-inch wheels that are wrapped in Michelin Pilot Sport ALS tires, 
and they are backed up by a Brembo braking system with discs that measure up to 12.6 inches up front, 321 millimeters, and 13.6 inches or 399 millimeters out back. Of course, drivers looking to get the most out of the car will want to order the Z51 Performance Package. It includes a sportier suspension, an upgraded cooling system, and a high-performance exhaust. There's also a new axle ratio and grippier Michelin Pilot Sport 4S tires. Last but not least, the package adds Z51 branded brake calipers, which grab onto larger discs that measure 13.3 inches up front, 345 millimeters, and 13.8 inches in the rear, or 350 millimeters. And now here's the most amazing part. Here is the most amazing part out of all that, out of everything we just talked about, this is, without a doubt, this is, what's e this is what everyone has been talking about. This has got to be the most amazing part. The 2020 Corvette Stingray will go into production late this year at the Bowling Green Assembly Plant in Kentucky. Chevrolet will release additional information closer to launch, but the automaker confirmed pricing will start at less than 60000 The currency 7 starts at about $55,000. i am going to double check on their website. That's what everyone's been saying, but I don't remember it being that expensive. I thought it was 40 ish grand. Yeah. Okay, the C7 Corvette, the base one, totally starts at $55,900. $55,900. And Chevrolet says that this C8 is going to start at less than sixty k. Now, that might not com be completely true by the time everything comes out and destination and perhaps a gas guzzler charge. But that's, it may be three, four grand more than the current C7, but it might be six or eight grand more car. Chevrolet is just, I'm sorry, but for the price, even with the looks, which I have to say, I like a lot better now that I've seen the whole thing and it's not... The image isn't distorted or grainy or, you know, the whole car's in context. I do like the looks a lot more now. I don't think it's perfect. I still think it's a little bit overstyled, but I wouldn't call it bad. I don't know if I want to call it average. I'd just say good but overstyled. But with that, you, you just can't. With the price, even with the styling that's not excellent, you I don't think you can beat it. That's crazy. Less than 60K, which I, again, I'm very skeptical of. I think 62 might be more like it by the time it comes out. But how are you going to beat that? That's crazy. I Chevrolet might as well have just made their own, their new MR2, a, an affordable mid-engine supercar for the masses. Because that's what the C8 is now. And now, that, and now it has heated seats and heated and ventilated seats and a heated steering wheel. This is the everyday sports slash supercar. Especially at its price range. Chevrolet, for all the talk, for all the skepticism, for all the rumors, for all the negativity and positivity that has been going around, I think Chevrolet did a darn good job. And you have to keep in mind that Toyota Supra, the current one, starts at about 40k and you can get it easily into 50k. And as people have been wondering, why would you get a Supra then if you can get what is a faster car in the C8? And it has heated seats, and it has ventilated seats, and it has a heated steering wheel. And it's more likely than not faster. More practical? I don't know. We'll have to see. But yeah, why Why would you get a Supra for, for how comparatively inexpensive the C8 is? And if Chevrolet, even if it gets 
starts at 62,000 when all is said and done, that still will have proved my own theory, my own hypo- hypothesis wrong a few podcasts ago when I was saying I was expecting it to start at about you know 80k kind of viper money. And that with a 20 grand difference, because I thought it was 40k, but whatever, a 30k difference between the C7 and the C8, wouldn't wouldn't a 30k difference kind of justify having a C7? Well, with the C8 being this inexpensive, that answers my question. No, there is no justifying having a C8. Or sorry, having a C7. It just it doesn't make sense for the same price point. You're getting a whole lot more car. The only reason I can see getting a C7 is because you prefer the looks and you get a manual. And not saying that those aren't valid reasons, but those are the only reasons to keep it. There's no good business case outside of that to keep the C7 when the C8 is just so much more car. And so there you have it. Now we have the answer, especially now my answer was, my question was answered from a few podcasts ago. No, there you can't have a C7 and a C8 because the price gap isn't as big as I thought it was going to be. There is no justifying it. But there you go, everyone. That that is the C8 Corvette. And we'll, it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out as we see how this plays out as the years go by, especially, and I'm hoping we get a C8 versus Toyota Super Battle because I think that's going to be, that's kind of going to be the David, well, David versus Goliath. That might end up being one of the new rivalries, even if Toyota is not going to fully endorse it. Everyone's going to want to know because the Corvette now starts at about super money. And then, of course, it's definitely going to be a Viper versus C8 battle. Whether whether some of the publications are going to be able to get their hands on a Gen 5 Viper for such a test, I have no idea. And not an ACR. But, well, you know, we're really going to have to see. But base C7 versus base C8 battle, I'm looking forward to... Grand Sport Z06 ZR1 battle, I'm looking forward to. I'm, honestly, I'm looking forward to all the battles. I really want to see how this car stacks up because it's been so hyped and so anticipated for years now because this thing has been in development for years. I was tired of all the rumors. I was tired of all the hype. But I have to admit, I am quite impressed by what Chevrolet has been able to crank out. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. We'll be getting a lot more C8 stuff in the coming weeks, especially when publications get their hands on it. And you can bet I'll probably end up talking about those. But anyway, I will see you all very soon. I hope you enjoyed this. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.